Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Stephen the Warman Writes Kickfighting Podcast Show. I'm your host, Stephen the Warman. You are listening to this podcast in various ways. Either you're my blog, which is lordgaul.podbean.com, or you have entered Warman Kickfighting Show into the iTunes search engine and SoundCloud search engine, and my show pops right up. Thank you guys so much for listening, for following me, and being with me throughout these years. Got a lot of kickboxing that I want to break down today, kickboxing and Muay Thai action. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with one championship. Uh, uh, Rumbelek gets a just absolutely kill shot. KO over Theodot and a one championship. It is hard to see another 3-2 or hook cross kill like that. Not only does he throw it with power, but he had the angle on it and just absolutely Theodot went down and stayed down. It was some violent stuff. It's one of the KOs of the year so far. Just really, really the speed of it, the accuracy, awesome stuff by Rombolek, one to watch for sure. Also on this uh, one championship card, uh, Kung Chai gets victory over uh, Chao Lam Kao. Uh, solid stuff there. Chao Lam Kao, uh, PK Sanchai Jim. Uh, Unanimous decision victory there. Good back and forth action. You know, all in all, the one championship matchmaking, um, it has put on some really good fights. And I think that even though the new Lumpini is smaller than the place they were in Singapore, so there's less, less people in the crowd. But man, they put on some entertaining shows. Uh, clearly, we're, we're you know everybody's still worried about the you know the financial stuff and you know like like uh, business wise they wonder about that. But as far as fighting goes, as far as action goes, there is no doubt that they put on great shows on a regular basis. Fun to watch. Plus, you know uh, I saw it um, posted online uh, where it was mentioned the connection of one championship to elite tie fighters have has made household names of guys that we wouldn't know about and i think that that's correct you know i think rod tang is a good example of a guy who i think he's had some success and of course his fight with tension goes a long long way for for building his brand but i think the fact that the one championship platform for sure has grown his brand uh Nango for sure has grown his brand thanks to the one championship platform so it's awesome stuff and i'm glad that they're putting on great shows another fight uh yuli alves gets a victory over konjani sore tongrung uh split decision there very close battle um simming and dom gets a ko victory over ridadet uh he that was punches in round two if i remember correctly sorry i might be off on that part but good action there lisa barely gets a victory over rung uh Rungnapa. just too much uh punch got it going she, she just kind of uh, kept her in trouble and uh from the opening bell was the superior of the two awesome stuff there uh, another one championship card i'm going to talk about uh super Bowl gets a victory over uh Kunglai. uh you know, Annie Muay Thai, and that was unanimous decision. Uh, we had uh, Darren Croy gets a decision victory over Song Chanan. Uh, another split decision, very close back and forth. Sometimes it just depends on what you like. I still think that they're going to lean towards the boxing with it being one championship, more so than the Thai style of focusing on the body kicks. So I'm wondering if I'm gonna start seeing some consistency in the scoring there, but all in all, I can make an argument either way for uh, uh, either guy in this one, very, very close. Um, we have uh, Nong Fung Noi, gets a victory by KO over Pali uh, Penland. I hope I'm pronouncing that right from PK Sanchai Jim. Awesome stuff there, one round, Clear, beat down, superiority, just awesome stuff. Uh, next, we had uh, Tiri PK Sentai Jam defeats uh, Jatil 
Blumert, I hope I'm pronouncing that last name right. I believe it's Dex, so I believe it's Blumert. Uh, gets a victory, stoppage, Dr. Stoppage in the corner. Uh, Ioni Lawrence, very good, overwhelming uh, stoppage over Ploy Moeng Yad, uh, Smile Muay Thai. Just, Ioni was pouring it on. Just she, she just, she didn't have necessarily what you would call one punch KO pop, but man, Death by a thousand cuts is still a death, and she just kept punching and punching. Point blank, Joy John was not able to get defense or was not able to get to the clinch to neutralize Yoni Lawrence's uh, uh, onslaught. She gets the stoppage two minutes into round one. Definitely want to see more of her. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, next, we have uh, Konsek gets a uh, stoppage over Youngbung. Uh, it was, uh, excuse me, Youngbungam uh, Diamond 98. This was by Punch in the second round. Awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, again, a lot of stoppages on these cards. Um, they're matched very well. Uh, uh, Fokman Semi Korobang gets a victory over Revo. This was awesome. It was a fun fight. The, the action was good from the beginning. The inside low kick finish. Now, again, it helps that there was a different stance, but it's rare to see an inside low kick stoppage. The outside low kick and the calf, those can get enough pain, and of course, there's a nerve in the leg that you always teach your guys the, the, to aim for, so it's a little bit harder with the inside leg because the nerve's not there. You really just got to keep battering the leg, and in this situation, he had, you know, uh, uh, Fuckham, excuse me, Forcom has uh, scored a, a lot of uh, inside kicks as counters to body kicks that were thrown uh, by Revo. Uh, and then this particular moment, there was a stop in action boxing series they had a kind of a kind of a dull moment and then all of a sudden bang hits that inside leg looks like it may have hurt his knee a little bit too it was awesome placement awesome stuff uh, i'm curious to see if a little bit more from this uh for Cam. he's talent he's a talent i want to see more of this guy very very good stuff um we also had i want to see it was uh, uh fritz uh alden biakantan uh, gets a ko victory over nurko Nurmurkamad Adamakov. Should have practiced that one. My apologies there. Uh, that's KO with punches. Uh, that might have been MMA, actually. So get that out of my notes. Okay, back to the K. Hannah Brady gets a victory over Claire Henkine. And again, the barrage. Brady was so mean, so aggressive in going after the Scottish woman. She she really was, the boxing was on point, the body kicks, but the forward pressure that led to more offense, the barrage, there was a 3-2 finish, I believe. Uh, it could could have been any, you know, that two wasn't necessarily the straightest. She realized that she had Claire hurt. She kept the barrage going, ref steps in, gets the stoppage. Really, really awesome stuff. Uh, good card all in all. They've put on good shows. The crowd action's good. I know sometimes that the crowd noise can be pumped in a little bit, but man, overall, I thought that if you want all action, really good kickboxing, you are in a good situation. If you want to watch some high-level Muay Thai, one championship to bring you some good action for sure for sure i really enjoy uh some of their fights clearly i like a little bit better map you know i want to know who's your top I, I need top 10 lists from them i need to know what a win over another person eads leads to championship i, I want to know how that happens but really all in all i'm just enjoying the ride it's a lot of fun they've been some great fights we are going to go over to infusion where there was a re return of Tafun Askin as he gets a victory over Ali Bani or Ali Banazad. Uh, 
just too much. You know, Typhoon Oscan is a combination machine. Let's his hands goes and go in flurries. Uh, the one championship deal he worked out allowed him to keep doing the infusion fights, which is awesome because whenever there's a lull or he doesn't have anybody scheduled, they can keep him busy. And he's an elite fighter and he's lost some of the big step up fights over the last couple of years. But keeping yourself active means the next time you get an opportunity, it's just, you know, you're one fight away from, from getting that big victory. So Typhoon Oscan. Big time talent, uh, another stoppage victory here. This was actually standing. He scored several knockdowns. Uh, Ali did a good job of getting it to the second round because really it could have been stopped in the first. But Tafun Oskin gets the victory here. Uh, it's just another one. And then of course, I'm hoping that he gets another one, one championship opportunity to build his brand on a very big stage. Next on the card is Ilias Zogaris. He gets a, a victory over Daryl uh, Verdonk in round five. Here's how that I knew this fight was fire. I get a message from Vinny Shoreman. Shout out to Vinny Shoreman. Uh, he and I always get, you know, talk back and forth. And if he sees a young prospect, if I see a young prospect, I'll, you know, shoot to him or he'll shoot it to me. So he sends me this, you know, this fight. And the moment I see it in my Facebook messages, I know it's fire even before I even press play because he doesn't send me nothing if he ain't playing. So he sends me this and these guys were absolutely killing each other. Zogary is, is a fun fighter who has the, some of the flash kicks, but it's the combination speed and the power to the body that really makes him tough. Daryl Zerdok is a very, very clean kickboxer. When he gets his combination game going, he looks extremely good. Uh, they put on a great fight. There were several knockdowns. More knockdowns came from uh, Zogary than did Verdok, who I can't remember the round specifically, but he scored one. Uh, the way um, the flow of the fight was, it was just Zerdok, as good as the Verdok, excuse me, as, as good as the fight was, it always felt like he was fighting back, never in control, never, you know, leading the dance. Whereas as Zogri was, you know, even when he got knocked down, right back at him, pushing him, pushing the pace, pushing the pace, looking for, for options. He's got a really sneaky left hook. Like, he's able to score. Like, you should, it looks like it's seen. And then somehow it gets around the corner of the gloves and the fighter's in trouble. So, round five, he catches uh, Daryl Zerdon trying some flash, tried a spinning back fist. Uh, Zogri caught him with the right hand. He's kind of, like, waving at him, no, 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 as he gets the knockdown call. Then when he gets back up, he actually lands a clean hook to the outside right around the guard. And Zerdon didn't throw any offense. He just stared at him. And Zogri knew he had him hurt. Zogri then threw it again, then finished or followed it with a spinning back kick to the body that had uh, Zerdon hurt. Gets in there with the bras of, bras of punches and the ref stops it. There's something special on this kid. They need to get him on a really high platform. It starts with Infusion. Infusion is a very good platform for building young stars. But man, if he could get that, I mean, he's a little bit smaller, you know, for the, the glory weight classes. But man, uh, whether it's one championship, glory, Japan, uh, definitely K1. He's a talent. You want to see this kid. He's all action and uh, he is a lot of fun. And that was a big time victory there. Um, won't go through the whole card. Those were the main ones. Uh, a couple other winners. Gerard Levert gets a victory. Uh, Rita uh, um, Belashen gets a victory as well. Max Weekers gets a victory. Uh, Nick Redger gets a KO, TKO victory over Mohamed El Bulahate. Uh, uh, and then we had Khalid El uh, Mukam getting a victory over Pavel uh, Mogronu. 
and I think that's it. Uh, Said Malik also got a victory, and Mori Kroma got a victory as well. I believe that's the rest of the card. So, good stuff there, and we're going to move our focus on to Glory Kickboxing. So, we're going to talk about, before we go into the preview for this weekend's card, I want to talk about the last card. Uh, I've, you know, had a couple of week gaps. I wanted to build my, you know, uh, build up a solid show, so I let a couple cards go by. So, we had on uh, the undercard, Armin Hamburian gets a split decision victory over the undefeated at the time, Soren Kalaniuk from Romania. Hey, this is going to come down to what you like. Soren really did score some solid boxing, some really solid boxing scores. Uh, you could make an argument for him after round one because he put his flurries together. He just didn't offer the diversity that uh, Armin Hamburian uh you know, put together with the kick offense, with the combo flows, with the knees. He just offered more. So when the split decision came down to it and he got the nod, it didn't drive me too crazy. It was a close fight. Could have gone either way. Uh, I, I I leaned Soren, but man, I, especially after round one, I, I like Soren and most of the judges gave that one to Armin, but I was fine with either winner. Very, very good stuff. Then the opposite happens in the next fight. Chris won and gets a victory over uh, Jonathan Meizo, who came in as a short notice fight. Jonathan Miezo offered way more offense. Like, I think he scored more total. His kicking offense, his knee offense, his boxing offense, he had really good select moments. But as I call them in the gym and as I call them, Chris Bourne had the sexy shots. Like the shots that kind of rocked Miezo, who moved him, you know, moved the head back, uh, the crowd plazers. You know, I thought that... It was going to be close, but every time they went to the scorecards, Chris Watt had won every round clear. So, hey, I was fine with him. This wasn't a case where I was like, oh, it's robbery. No, 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 no. It just seems like they preferred the boxing offense and the power shots of Chris One. But Jonathan Maezo, he's got something. He's talented. He's got good diversity. Clearly a classic Muay Thai style guy who's, you know, figuring out his range for kickboxing. Keep building it. You got something, young man. Robin Surik gets a victory by split decision over Josh Yen Belzin. Again, close one. Could have gone either way. Uh, Ahmed uh, Chizov Moso gets a victory over Berjan uh, Poposhi. Good stuff there. Uh, I think that there was, a, there was a knockdown scored and then a really good comeback by Poposhi. Like he, you could argue that he won two of the rounds. Uh, but man, once you're you you know once you receive a knockdown, it's tough to, to bounce back. I thought that he made a great account for himself and a loss. So really, really good stuff there. Um, we had uh, Nabel Kashab uh, gets a victory over Urka or Oku Jurgendel, uh, unanimous decision, 30-27 on all cards. Then Girk Belay gets a victory by split decision over Shahad Akipa. Hey, when Belay is on point, when he's on game. He looks spectacular. Like, he is a fun guy to watch. He is moving into that category of Josh Yancey, of Gokan Saki, of uh, Nikki Holtzkin in his prime. When these guys are fighting, you're seeing the best representation of kickboxing with combination flow. It's It really is great stuff. So, good stuff by Belay. Close one. Jihad really had some really good moments. Could have gone his way. I like Belay's work uh, a little bit better. So, uh, again, I'm fine with the, the decision after that one. Sirkan... Oskaleyan gets a victory over Sergey Braun, KO in round two. Serkan is on a roll. Like with his stoppages, he's he's like, he'll get himself back in the title picture, no problem. He's that talented. He's a very, very talented fighter. And he be throwing them things. Like he is a powerful, powerful guy. He, you know, prides himself on getting the KO. Uh, expect him to be back right at the top of the division fighting for the title. He's a talent. I was excited to see him get a victory and another stoppage here. We move on and we've got Donovan Visa 
going against Cesar Almeida. It was supposed to be for the middleweight title. Almeida missed weight. Uh, Visa is all champ. He wants to fight. Ends up getting 30-27 and most of the cards 29-28. Donovan Visa, again, one of those guys. If you want to see kickboxing at the absolute highest level, at the absolute highest level, you want to see smooth combinations, low kicks, body kicks, head kicks, situational knees, split the guards, uh, uh, just strong defense. You want to see kickboxing at its best. Middleweight champion Donovan Visa is your guy. Next, you've got Denegi Abinia gets a victory over Sergei Mosobloyev. This is a tough one. In the history of kickboxing, the history of kickboxing, there's always a problem with shin splitting. We kick a lot, shin on shin, sometimes shin catches the elbow, it just happens. How judges deal with it has varied throughout the years. Masaboyev's right there in the fight, arguably winning the fight, depending upon who you talk to. He's right there, still close. Abena's right there, awesome, awesome action. So when the shin split happened, he was good to go. He wanted to fight. It's one of those situations. I was talking to my guy, Robbie Timmers. He's like, hey, Glory, we're not, you know, uh, judges. Uh, we're not commission. We are a fight promotion. Judges take care of that stuff. So when this happened and he was removed from it, it clearly is heartbreaking, but there is a long history of nothing you can do about this. Uh, Peter Arts, perfect example. I remember he was winning. I want to say the fight was against... Oh, man, Francisco Filho? But I remember he was clearly in control. Gets a shin cut. They want to uh, stop it. I remember he's trying to hop around, trying to convince them they can go. They called the fight in the corner, and he gave out a scream of disappointment. It's Unfortunately, it is part of our sport. The shin is just not built to take kicks long-term if it's not in the right spot. We can kick a thigh, kick a calf, kick a body, but you catch an elbow, you catch another shin, it's just it's just not built. There's just the, the skin is thin there over a bone, so sometimes it just doesn't go your way. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff by both guys. It's clearly the rematch that they should do next. Uh, uh, Denegi, you got to be happy for him. He's had a lot of opportunities at 205. He, he lost a, a title opportunity before. He's got the uh, Alex Pereira loss. He still had some good moments in that fight. He just kept staying with it. Kept staying with it. Kept working in the gym. Gets this big victory here. Uh, I mean, it's it's to me, it's something that you should be proud of. I think he did really good stuff. So I definitely think it's pretty cool. So next we're going to move on and we're going to talk about the upcoming Glory card. I'm excited about this, this card that's coming up here. Um, basically... It's top heavy. I'll be the first to say that. You guys know I love kickboxing. But I'm still going to talk about to them in the undercard fights. Uh, we got David Tiopo uh, as he gets, uh, excuse me, Tua Tiopo gets a victory over, or excuse me, gets a uh, opportunity over Strahanja Strahan, uh, Mitrick. The thing that's important to me, or Mitrick, the thing that's important to me is seeing Auckland on here, okay? I, I need to see more representative from the Oceania area. They've got good kickboxing, good kickboxing promotions. They've been doing it for a long time. I'm always excited to see their names. Uh, so this is good. Miechik, um, uh, I've seen him fight before. Uh, this will be a good solid step-up opportunity for both, a good stage for both. Hopefully we get a good fight there. Then we go to Chico Quasi as he gets Stefan uh, uh, Orza trying to build welterweight back up. You know, at one period of time, Glory's welterweight was really, really hot. You know, they had uh, clearly, you know, Cedric Dumbay, one of the best in the world, if not one of, the, if not the best all time at 170. Uh, they had um, uh, Nabayev. They had, uh, you know, uh, 
have a mental lapse even as I say this, but um, Nikki Holtzkin, of course, like they had elite, elite names for a long time, very full division, not to mention, you know, Troy Jones and Mirtha Grunhardt and like they just, they were hot. So they've got to build that back up. Some guys retiring, some guys doing MMA, some guys having different focus. They got to build that, that division back up. This is a good start. Now, Bill uh, um, gets a, a uh, opportunity against uh, Sofian Leodoni. I'm curious to see how this goes. Again, heavyweight division, the return of the, as Gloria announced, the return of the World Grand Prix in December. I'm going to get into that a little bit after this. Uh, but to see more heavyweights is always good there. Nordin Mehedin gets Felipe uh, Mescheletti. Mescheletti, super talented. So he needs that big time win. He needs that step up opportunity win. Mehedin is no joke. Heavyweight uh, a fighter as well. This should be a good fight. I like this matchup put together. Jay Overmere gets Jamie Bates, the return of Jamie Bates. He's been out for a little bit over COVID, lost his uh, activity that he had before, but I'm excited that he's here for this one. Jay Overmere, uh, Dutch fighter, very solid. This should be a good one. Tariq Cabales gets a new opponent, and uh, I believe it is Jonathan Toledo uh, Canales uh, from you know uh, uh, Algeria. Should be a good one. This is a good step up for for Toledo. It's short notice. Cabales is is tough, so it's as tough a short notice as you're going to get. But we really like the opportunity. And finally, Tijani Bastadi gets to go against Petch. As they put it of it, you know, Petch ben, um, uh, Pempan Room. Uh, Petch is awesome. Awesome fighter. This is a big step up for him. Shout out to Bastadi. Anytime you get a guy who's in a higher division and he takes on a guy from a lower division, he really doesn't get to gain that much from it, you know? Like, the, you, if you win, it's almost like you were supposed to win because you're the bigger division guy. So, it's really only the smaller guy moving up that can have that opportunity. So, shout out to him for giving Petch this opportunity. Uh, we'll see if his length and his distance is enough to keep Petch's left body kick at bay. Uh, this fight could be cool at times and it could be ugly at times because Petch is dealing with the taller, longer guy. 6'3", it's a hard guy to box. So, we'll see what the fight looks like. Uh, good stuff put together. So, I'll go ahead and finish the show on the return of the glory doing the heavyweight eight-man tournament. And it, I always shout out Remy Bonjowski because he he became a star because of it. So he always says, when's glory going to bring back the eight-man tournament? When's it? It's not just to bring back the eight-man tournament. It's the full ride. It was a one-year picture of what kickboxing is. So I can go back and look at, you know, 2002. And after it was all said and done, Ernesto Hoost beats Jerome LeBanner by injury stoppage, but he was on his way. You know, like like it's it's heartbreaking because LeBanner was up two rounds before that happened. So it was a story of kickboxing for that year. LeBanner was on a tear. He was stopping everybody. He'd won his, uh, you know, all the um, K1 uh, smaller uh, shows that they had over Europe. He was just on a tear. And then he gets that opportunity. Everything's looking good. He's finally going to get his K1 World Grand Prix title. Then who's hits the perfect time kick, injured the arm, three, you know, two more kicks later, and he's your four-time K1 World Grand Prix champion. But those years, you go back to those times uh, when Rumi Majowski won the title. It's he actually lost earlier in the year. I want to say it was against Semi Schultz. Could have been against Semi Schultz kickboxing. Could have been against, um, oh man, starts with a V. I forget his name. Anyways, uh, he had started the year off a loss. Then he gets into the K1 USA tournament, wins the tournament. Then he gets into the elimination round. 
stop, you know, stops Bob Sap, Bob Sap after he dropped Bob Sap, Bob Sap did an illegal move to get himself disqualified, goes on to the K1 Heavyweight Grand Prix Tournament, gets the victory over Peter Graham uh, by stoppage, gets the victory over Cyril Abidi by stoppage, and then he gets it over Musashi. It was a full year story that built a future star of kickboxing. The full year do it, did it. So the idea that they're going back to December, they're going to have a eight-man tournament, hopefully that has all the best in it. It's a full year tournament that tells us what the story of kickboxing is for that year i am pumped and they got my boy mike Chavello on the call for the commercial i am so excited for this i love kickboxing i love that this is part of our game again i love that this is back thanks everybody for listening thanks for being a part of the kickboxing and muay thai journey i'm going to keep these shows up next time i'm going to try to have an interview for you guys keep those in their role interviews and then i'm going to start doing a segment where i review old fights just to kind of bring us back to that golden age so uh, i'm actually working on a co-host when i do those type of episodes so thank you so much you guys god bless thank you for your time and i hope you listen to my podcast for years to come